Today is the 26th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. Welcome to the Global Campfire. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we take the next step forward on the journey that will take us through all of the scriptures this year. We, uh, well, I mean, today is the 26th of February, so we've made ourselves a path to Leviticus. And that's where we find ourselves now. Today, Leviticus chapter 19, verse 1 through 20, verse 21. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, Be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you must respect your mother and father, and you must observe my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make metal gods for yourselves. I am the Lord your God. When you sacrifice a fellowship offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. It shall be eaten on the day you sacrifice it or on the next day. Anything left over until the third day must be burned up. If any of it is eaten on the third day, it is impure and will not be accepted. Whoever eats it will be held responsible because they have desecrated what is holy to the Lord. They must be cut off from their people. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired worker overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind, but fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I am the Lord. Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly so you will not share in their guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Keep my decrees. Do not mate different kinds of animals. Do not plant your field with two kinds of seed. Do not wear clothing woven of two kinds of material. If a man sleeps with a female slave who is promised to another man but who has not been ransomed or given her freedom, there must be due punishment. Yet they are not to be put to death because she had not been freed. The man, however, must bring a ram to the entrance to the tent of meeting for a guilt offering to the Lord. With the ram of the guilt offering, the priest is to make atonement for him before the Lord for the sin he has committed, and his sin will be forgiven. When you enter the land and plant any kind of fruit tree, regard its fruit as forbidden. For three years you are to consider it forbidden. It must not be eaten. 
In the fourth year, all its fruit will be holy, an offering of praise to the Lord. But in the fifth year, you may eat its fruits. In this way, your harvest will be increased. I am the Lord your God. Do not eat any meat with the blood still in it. Do not practice divination or seek omens. Do not cut the hair at the sides of your head or clip off the edges of your beard. Do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Do not degrade your daughter by making her a prostitute or the land will turn to prostitution and be filled with wickedness. Observe my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Stand up in the presence of the aged. Show respect for the elderly and revere your God. I am the Lord. When a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native-born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Do not use dishonest standards when measuring length, weight, or quantity. Use honest scales and honest weights, an honest ephah and an honest hin. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Keep all my decrees and all my laws and follow them. I am the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Any Israelite or any foreigner residing in Israel who sacrifices any of his children to Molech is to be put to death. The members of the community are to stone him. I myself will set my face against him and will cut him off from his people. For by sacrificing his children to Molech, he has defiled my sanctuary and profaned my holy name. If the members of the community close their eyes when that man sacrifices one of his children to Molech, and if they fail to put him to death, I myself will set my face against him and his family and will cut them off from their people together with all who follow him in prostituting themselves to Molech. I will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums and spiritists to prostitute themselves by following them, and I will cut them off from their people. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am the Lord your God. Keep my decrees and follow them. I am the Lord who makes you holy. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. Because they have cursed their father or mother, their blood will be on their own head. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, with the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress are to be put to death. If a man has sexual relations with his father's wife, he has dishonored his father. Both the man and the woman are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man has sexual relations with his daughter-in-law, both of them are to be put to death. What they have done is a perversion. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man has sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They are to be put to death. 
their blood will be on their own heads. If a man marries both a woman and her mother, it is wicked. Both he and they must be burned in the fire so that no wickedness will be among you. If a man has sexual relations with an animal, he is to be put to death, and you must kill the animal. If a woman approaches an animal to have sexual relations with it, kill both the woman and the animal. They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man marries his sister, the daughter of either his father or his mother, and they have sexual relations, it is a disgrace. They are to be publicly removed from their people. He has dishonored his sister and will be held responsible. If a man has sexual relations with a woman during her monthly period, he has exposed the source of her flow, and she has also uncovered it. Both of them are to be cut off from their people. Do not have sexual relations with the sister of either your mother or your father, for that would dishonor a close relative. Both of you will be held responsible. If a man has sexual relations with his aunt, he has dishonored his uncle. They will be held responsible. They will die childless. If a man marries his brother's wife, it is an act of impurity. He has dishonored his brother. They will be childless. Mark 8, 11 through 38. The Pharisees came and began to question Jesus. To test him, they asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply and said, Why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to it. Then he left them, got back into the boat and crossed to the other side. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, It is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? They answered, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, Don't even go into the village. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, 
Others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, you are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Psalm 42, Book 2, for the Director of Music, Amaskil of the Sons of Korah. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mitzar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, Where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior, and my God. Proverbs 10, 
17. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Okay, so have you ever have you ever wondered like what is going on in my life? <laughs> have you ever wondered like is there anything to look forward to? Are the best days behind and were they even good? Is life just a taunt? Like maybe it's just a season of discouragement. They it's crushing. I know these things myself or human beings. We face them and maybe are, are facing them now. And out of the Bible, across thousands of years, the same kinds of discouragement leaps off the page from the Psalms. I'm crying day and night. My tears are my food. I'm continually taunted by people going, so where's this God of yours? Oh my goodness. So if that sounds familiar, then then you're not alone. This is the cry of the heart from the 42nd Psalm. And it's brutal and it's honest. And and in this case, the lament is for the, the loss of a homeland and the separation from, from God's temple where God spoke to his people in Jerusalem. But the sense of loss, that sadness and discouragement that comes off the page can be felt in our own lives. My heart breaks, the psalmist says. My heart is breaking. When I think about how it was, how it used to be, and we can probably relate to these things. And that's a beautiful thing that we've wound our way into about the Bible all of the grittiness and the grime and the struggle of, of human life, of humanity, is on full display in every situation. It's not like, it's not the way that we actually live it, where we skew everything toward this happy, like a, a, like a happy talking point, or like some kind of bullet point. Like we're prone to do this, like spin it, like it's all great when it's not. The Bible's not saying it's all great. The Bible's being honest. And that's one of the things, at least in my own journey with the Bible, that honesty in these in these areas that are really brutally honest, it feels trustworthy to me, like it's a friend on a journey. But while it's being honest, it's orienting us toward hope, but it's not, it's not like patronizing. It's not bullet pointing. It's not talking points. It's just acknowledging that the struggle is there and offering the, the wisdom for the step forward. So if it's been heavy, man, that's a word I've used quite a bit, heavy. Heavy. If it's been heavy for you lately, then let's all take comfort in what the ancient Psalms are saying. My soul is downcast within me. 
Therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. And Father, you are the God of our lives, and we pray to you. Regardless of what this particular moment feels like, we all relate, and some of us are at the bottom, and it's heavy, and it feels heavy, and we're reaching for you. So as we reach for you, you are our, our, our only hope. We know that you are with us and that our hearts can turn to you and that the scriptures are here giving us language and permission, acknowledging what this feels like. And we thank you for that language and for a way to speak it and a way to be oriented toward you, reaching for you, our only hope. And so we reach for you. Come Holy Spirit, you are the comforter. So often we ask for you to lead us into all truth and we do, but you are the comforter. And so come and bring comfort to us today. We ask in the name of Jesus. DailyAudioBible.com It's all based It's the website It's where you find out What's going on around here And so Absolutely Check it out Or check out the Daily Audio Bible app That, that does everything That the web does And a lot more And that can be found At the uh, app store That works with your device So just search for Daily Audio Bible And check out the community section This is where to get connected There are links to different Social media channels That we participate in there but that is also the home of the prayer wall. And that is like that is the most beautiful place where we go and pray for each other and love one another and, and encourage one another. And it's for us here around the global campfire. And so be familiar with that. That is in the community section, either on the web or in the app. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if the mission that we share to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day and offered freely to anyone who will listen anywhere on this planet, any time of day or night, and to build community around that rhythm, showing up for each other every day, that rhythm of showing up around the global campfire so that no one has to be alone if that is life-giving to you, then thank you for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 
And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, Daily Audio Bible family. It's your girl learning to completely trust in the UK. Today is actually the 21st of February and I'm trying to catch up. And I listened to the 20th of February and heard Dano, who had just had his double by, um, bypass surgery, had a, um, I think it was like last week, but it just pleased my heart to hear um, that you're doing okay, Dano, and that you had the opportunity to witness even your situation. And it's just beautiful. It's lovely. And... Oh, God is so wonderful and I just want to give him thanks and praise also for you and, you know, for your wife. And we never know what the day will bring. So when we get the opportunity to just give God praise, I, um, yeah, to God be the glory. I wish you all the best, Dano. I pray for a very speedy and uh, recovery. You're doing well so far, so you know God got you like that and he will never leave you. Thank you so much for calling in and letting us know how you are doing. And may God continue to guide you and your family. God bless you all, Daily Audio Bible family. To God be the glory. Amen. This is Kathy to, from Kentucky. I'd like to ask for prayer for two families. Uh, one is the family of Francis, uh, a friend who was 34 years sober and 75 and committed suicide. I just pray for her husband. They were only married about six weeks. And also pray for my friend Joanne, um, who um, She's 94 and she lost her son due to pancreatic cancer. She's already lost another son to diabetes and a great granddaughter to an accidental drowning. So if you would, please, please pray for those two. Thank you, Kathy from Kentucky. Good morning, Ebers. It's Chris, the sojourner of Chris and Beth from Georgia, coming to you with a, a prayer for healing for our five-month-old granddaughter, Ellie who on Friday was taken to the emergency room lethargic and not eating. And it quickly became clear that she is suffering from botulism, which is amazingly rare. She's currently intubated to help her breathe. She is getting treatment with an antitoxin. We ask your prayer for just her healing, her miraculous healing, and to strengthen her mom and dad as they bear this and all the family around them. And I'm not with them at the, at the time. I'm traveling on business. But we all need we all need God to help our hearts. And we need your prayers. Hey, Jim and Emily from Cardiff. I haven't heard from you in a while. And I'm, we're re- remembering our trip to Israel last year with all the, all the dad family and remembering that fondly. Thanks. I love you all. Bye. Hi, DAV family. This is Paula calling from Albuquerque. I pray that you're all having a good week. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. I just finished listening to the prayer portion of the podcast. 
Um, I start my day every day with in the uh, daily audio Bible, uh, listening and reading along in the podcast and making notes um, as the Lord reveals things to me. Uh, this morning, my heart is broken for Ginger in Connecticut. Boy, that one hit close to home. I have a grandson that is the same age as your great niece that's gone missing. I have his two older sisters are 14. And knowing what we now know about the frequency of humans being trafficked for money and sex and everything else that comes along with those evil intentions, my heart goes out to your family. I will continue to pray for your precious great niece that she comes home, period. Also for your nephew with prostate cancer. I love you, Lord. Yes, my heart is heavy for this family, but you know exactly where she is. Please bring her home. In Jesus' name, amen.